Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Right now. Obviously, I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give them a badge, right? And they're big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one night. He's like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what, is, what are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. This is hour two, and we call this the second half kickoff. It is uh, proudly presented by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. And I may be uh, driving by their outfit later on tonight, trying to figure out, trying to juggle my night, Moose. Okay. Things are uh, popping up. Yeah. A lot of, lot of opportunities out there. That's good. Um, I do want to acknowledge Christopher Ryan watching on YouTube. He has written in and said, uh, Rod, you're still a legend because I burned him pretty hard near the end of hour one. And I went back and saw what he said. It's just like you both seem too scared to get controversial. And that got my back up because don't, don't accuse me of being scared of anything, dude, because the stuff that I've come back from in life would have you crying for your mommy. But he says we're all good. So it was about the COVID stuff. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of, I'm tired of talking about it on the street. I'm damn sure tired of talking about it here. I'm tired of seeing it on television. And when I think when the prime minister basically got on his knees and begged people to get vaccinated today, he was like, literally, this is what it's going to take for us to get back to normal. What's wrong with you people? That it's just stubbornness that you won't get vaccinated. It's screwing up everything. And uh, Der Reagan, watching on YouTube, says, no need to be disrespectful. This is to Christopher. This is a sports talk show, not politics. Watch CNN if you want that. Exactly. And what I loathe is when news and sports intersect. It's terrible. And it's happened so much for the last year and a half. Oh, yeah. And that's why tonight, week four in the CFL should have kicked off. But because of coronavirus, I'm not going to blame any players or anything, but Edmonton was supposed to be at Toronto tonight. And the game's been postponed because of a COVID outbreak with Edmonton. And I don't know if their players were vaccinated or not. I'm not a doctor or disease specialist, but sometimes I wonder if they know what they're doing. I'm sorry I said it. So Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City says, I hope the CFL doesn't go the Pac-12 route, shuffling scheduled games with healthy teams. Utah had Cal scheduled. Washington had ASU. Those teams had outbreaks, so Utah played Washington. What a mess. I, you can't. 
I can't blame. They're trying to do what they think is best. Right. It's very hard to criticize them. In and my this opinion. is not something that happens often. There's no previous protocol for this, right? At this, at this scale. So you do what you think is best. Everybody's got a different schedule. Now, some teams load up with a tougher strength of schedule because they think they're a good team and they want to move up, have a better chance of getting into a, a better bowl game or, or, you know, college football championship. Sometimes you want an easier strength of schedule so you can have a better record. Um, so that does matter. But, no, you, you got to do what you think is best and give the players as many games as they can. I don't think it's, it's a bad thing, but we're well, all just dealing with this one day at a time. And then I have a very tough time criticizing the CFL for what everything that you just said. But the one thing that's made it very difficult to cover that league over the years is the secrecy. And who we don't know. The Elks will not say what their vaccination percentage is, right? It was supposed to be minimum 85%. If they got to 85% of their players with at least one shot, at least everybody would get paid. And they wouldn't have to forfeit the game. Right. But we don't know because the Elks won't say what their vaccination percentage is, which tells me it's not 85%. I should have been a detective. Yeah, the, the general, or who is it? Oh, William and Lloyd Minster says, I think the Elks will lose that game. So do I. How long can they let this float? But we don't know because we don't know all the information. But now they're talking about the Edmonton-Calgary Labor Day Classic game being canceled in Alberta, and that would just be tragic and... Mm-hmm. Here again, I feel for the CFL uh, suits and the tall foreheads because they didn't think this was going to happen. From the 639, good morning, Roddy and Moose. As to my question yesterday about the Jays' younger players actually playing a full season, I was born in the 1970s and I can work out, I can outwork most of the 90s, something I work with. Look at the Yankees now. Being older and all. Ha ha. Love your show. It's a hit. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. Swanee from Martinsville. Oh, and yes, I know they're pros. Can you put the camera on him for a second? What are you uh, furrowing your brow for? <laughs> Two things. Sure. John Kirby. like In Edmonton. Viewer from Edmonton. Mail that to us, and maybe I'll read it. <laughs> Like on the next flight I'm on, it's a little bit long. It's a novel. It's a novel. The second one, I was just like, where do you come up with this stuff? The tall foreheads? <laughs> You've never heard that before? No. Ten-gallon hat, I've heard. I got something new for you every day, my the friend. Tall for- the tall foreheads. That's a new one for me. The tall foreheads in the uh, league office. Just lots of brain room. Is that the idea? Yeah. I don't know. Smart guys. The Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I... Daryl watching in Toronto says the CFL just has to get through the season and the lumps work on the improvements for the league in 2022. If only it were just that easy. I fully believe that they are just white knuckling it. (laughs) I fully believe. I know they are. And it's not even their their fault. Um, Hey, attention listeners across the galaxy. All the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. 
Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code RP20. That is 20% off and free shipping with the code RP20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Is it too much information to say that you are watching two satisfied customers right now? And I'll just say <laughs> they sent us their gear, and it is true. It's specifically designed for below the waist. Not a big facial trimmer, not anything. It fits. No clunky cords. It's got a headlight on it. Use it. Order it. Thank me later. That reminds me, Hustler from Winnipeg Sports Talk says he loses it every time I do that commercial read there for Manscaped. I'm going on Winnipeg Sports Talk right after this show. You know, it's, again, you're not old enough, but it's like when Tootie from Facts of Life went on different strokes. <laughs> it's just like, mind-blowing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As the character from the previous Yes! Show? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, no, the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't handle this. And that's like me on Winnipeg Sports Talk today, 1.20 p.m. Central. And I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Probably the Canadian Football League. I have to, by the way, limit comments to one per viewer, okay? Because I know people are kind of getting in there thinking like it's a dialogue between us and them. And it's not necessarily that. So if you think you want to write into the show, make it really funny. Or witty. Uh, Sean Couturier. Notification here from TSN. Philadelphia Flyers signed center Sean Couturier to an eight-year contract extension with an average annual value of $7.7 million. He's really come into his own. Yeah, the Flyers are doing some interesting things. They really are. Couturier, I remember when he was a young kid and he was, you know, world juniors and young, really hot prospect and never really became that elite level player, but he's really come into his own really good in the faceoff circle, good defensive forward, and he can score. Um, he's on, you know, in those conversations for Canada's Olympic team. Now mm-hmm. he's coming to his own really good value for Philly. Really good value. They signed Brassard yesterday. Mm-hmm. A flyer one year deal, right? Like to, mm-hmm. they took a flyer on him. Um, I don't hate that. It's going to say the flyers very punny, flyer. very punny. Uh, James Zylstra is watching in Winnipeg, and he says, Rod, I'll see you with Huss. Between Hustler and us, we've got four hours of your day covered between this show and Winnipeg Sports Talk. I think that's why they're starting to like us in Winnipeg. And that reminds me, that referee that I talked about yesterday that's not vaccinated, and I don't know if he's going to get vaccinated, probably not. But he said, in Winnipeg, they don't care where you're from. If you treat them with respect and know what you're talking about, they're good. And we've experienced that with the people of Winnipeg and Manitoba. So thank you. Hey, everybody's showing their age here. Tacona Pally's watching in Winnipeg. Says Rod, uh, more like Fonzie in Laverne and Shirley. LOL. Which means nothing to you, does it? Nothing. (laughs) I know who Fonzie is. You poor kid. I know who Fonzie is, but. Hey, it's 11-11. Make a wish. How about that? How about that? Bingo. Greg Buchanan, watching in Canada's only border city. 
Lloyd Minster, he says, COVID will play a role in all sports at all levels as we go forward. People, get jabbed. Keep it up, Rod and Moose. Thank you, Bucky. Uh, guy who's been a general manager of a hockey team before and also announcer for the, for the Chucks, Chuck Wagons. Boy, I think a lot about that dinner that I did, and Bucky was there in Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan. Me, Daryl Sutter, Brian Sutter, Buddy Benz Miller. He's the Wayne Gretzky of Chuck Wagon Racing, okay? Right. In case you don't know, Buddy Benz Miller. You can't say that without using a Chuck Wagon announcer's voice. Right. And Rachel Homan. It's where Rachel and I got to be good friends. People are writing in about this. Uh, thank you, Connor Baber and everybody else that has weighed in. Chris Van Zyl has gone to the six-game injured list. Bad news in Hamilton. Perennial all-star Canadian offensive lineman. Oh, boy. I know. That line. And Jaguar Davis can't play for Hamilton because of a COVID mix-up. Mm-hmm. So, Hamilton's, yeah, they got, they got a couple holes to fill this week. Um, John Kirby in Edmonton. I'm breaking my own rule here by reading more of his messages. But he says, when you went to Paradise, was it actually Paradise, Rod? LOL. It was. And let me tell you something about that. Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan. It was uh, wintertime. You ever been there? I've been through it. I think. It's on the highway between Saskatoon and Edmonton. Yeah. You got to cut straight up about halfway through. And i driving around Paradise Hill. Google what it's famous for, by the way, because I'm not comfortable talking about why it's famous. Don't, not you. I'm going to tell you a story here. I'm driving around Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan, going, this would be really beautiful in the summertime, mm. right? Because it was covered in snow. But whoever named it Paradise Hill knew what they were doing. And that's the home of Colby Armstrong's dad. But anyways, I stayed in the lodge, the local hotel there. So I went into the, the tavern. Well, what do you think they had? Mounted moose heads all over, right? Elk and cantaloupe and video uh, lottery terminals, which I've never spent a nickel in, but it looked, fun, looked like fun. Yeah. Couple of people there bellied up at one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon wearing plaid. And I thought, I would have done a hell of a lot of damage in this place back in the day. <laughs> the Mac out of well, place. I would have taken a crane to get me out of here to go to the dinner in Paradise Hill. Because I would have just sat down with them, ordered a beer, and said, what's up, guys? And not left. Yeah. And told stories. Paradise yeah. Hill sounds a little bit like, what was it, Golden... Uh, Golden Prairie, Gordon Saskatchewan. Prairie. Yeah. Ah, where the angels come down. Yeah. Golden Prairie, Saskatchewan. These little gems all over the province. From the general in Calgary says, you should come to the stampede during the chuck wagon racing, Rod. Put it on the list, Moose. It's on there. It's a long growing list mm -hmm. of places that we've been invited to go, which is nice. Um, but anyways, I wanted to say that was the night that Don Cherry blew up on Sportsnet, but it wasn't. Because I ended up getting in a big argument with Daryl Sutter that night about Don Cherry. Because I said if he just apologized, he would have kept his job. And Daryl was like, he should be able to say whatever he wants, whenever he wants, for as long as he lives. And I'm like, I don't care who you are, you can't do that. Nobody has that license to do that. Maybe the queen. Not anymore. 
She can't? Nobody can. Yeah. Is she vaccinated? Good question. But that's a, yeah, you're right. I mean, you just can't, unfortunately. You could at one point, and, and Don Cherry did, you know, and I still wish he was on TV. But, yeah, all he would have to do is apologize, clarify what he meant, and move on. Well, but. in a way, in a way, I respected it. Yeah. He's like, nope. He did it the way he wanted to do it. Um, did it my way. Who sang it? Sinatra. I, I come on. I did it my way. That's uh, better. Ryan McCarthy. Watching in upstate New York says, why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flynn Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. Homo Bobby Clark and Reggie the Rifle Leach, named after Flint to Betty Flonaton, which I believe was an explorer to the area of northern Manitoba. Flint to Betty Flonaton, look it up. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat as a town name. Yeah. That's pretty good. Some night I'll tell you, eh, we got about a minute. I did not know the Flint Flon story, by the way. Flint to Betty Flonaton, look it up. And later on in the show, I'll tell you about uh, a little barroom brawl we got in in Medicine Hat one night. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> spicy. It was fun. They're all fun. Tori Gurley joining us next as we'll swing it back around to NFL and CFL. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Tory Gurley. Uh, I didn't call Flynn Flon a border town. I called Lloyd Minster a border town. Your boy Dan Ukrainitz writing in. He says there's two communities there. Anyways. The town's name, Flynn Flon, Manitoba, is taken from the lead character in a 1905 paperback novel, The Sunless City, Josiah Flintabetty Flonaton, piloted a submarine into a bottomless lake where he sailed through a hole lined with gold to enter a strange underground world. Boom. This is outstanding. Like, my mind gets blown. I've been hanging out with you for a long <laughs> years and years, and I still learn new things every day. Every single day. Okay, our poll question today, let's just update it for Capital Auto Mall, Universal Collision Center. As I lock myself out of my phone once again, who will lead the NFL in passing yards in 2021? Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Josh Allen? And Patrick Mahomes is leading with 46% of the vote on Twitter and 38% of the vote on Facebook. That'd be a really good place to start with Tory Gurley, our NFL insider, Packers, Browns alum, CFL alum as well. Still looking studious, but always fresh from Hogtown. How you doing, Tory? I'm great. How you guys doing? We're doing well, my friend. And Patrick Mahomes is the odds leader, by the way, at bettingpros.com to lead the NFL in passing yards. Dakota Prescott, number two. And Josh Allen, number three. I don't think Dak's going to finish the season health-wise, though. Uh, but who do you think will lead the NFL in passing yards this year? 
Yeah, it's a safe bet to go with Patrick Mahomes. You know, just thinking about the amount of weapons he has from Travis Kelsey to Tyreek Hill, um, uh, McCole Hartman. I mean, he just has so many different type of receivers out there. It's, you know, it's fair game. Andy Reid is his offensive coordinator and head coach. So those guys, they're going to dial it up. They're going to spin the ball all over the field. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. So anybody, let's just say Patrick Mahomes breaks his leg, Bill. Let's just say he's not available. Who would be the next guy? Are you as big a believer in Dak Prescott? If he was healthy, I would say yes, because the Cowboys are always playing from behind. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, the next person I'll probably go with that's a sleeper uh, might be Matt Ryan. And the reason why is because those guys play in the dome. Atlanta is always playing from behind. They want to play in shootouts. And Alvin, uh, Calvin Ridley um, having their new draft pick from Florida, uh, the tight end, I think he's going to be great. You know, that offense is just set up, you know, throw the ball and you never have to worry about the weather. Tori, you know, we wait a long time in an NFL offseason to get to where we are here. And the cool thing is they've got an extra week in between the preseason and the regular season, and that's just going to build up the hype. I mean, how are you feeling right now as we are literally like on the eve of the 2021 NFL season with all the possibilities that lay ahead of us? It can't get here fast enough. <laughs> like literally, it is, we're, we're super excited um, you know, it's that time of the year where you get to sit back and you have games on almost every day of the week, you know, from Monday to Sunday, there's going to be some type of football. And then with the CFL merging their season, uh, with the, with the NFL is just literally, a, you know, I'm a kid in the candy store, so I'm a, I can't wait to actually have, you know, the fantasy football going and, and just being able to watch, you know, all my friends and, and watch these guys play in the NFL and the CFL. What's what's top of mind for you? Because there's literally like the NFL's unending storylines. And I feel like the National Hockey League is the same way. What's caught your eye in the preseason so far? Anything that you didn't expect? Two things. You know, I mentioned uh, this Justin Fields. You know, we, we text the other day and this guy's lighting it up. I told you he's a star. Now, uh, the problem in Chicago is they need an offensive line. You know, they need to get that resolved fast because if not, um, that guy is going to be on the injury list. Um, and, and second is uh, Mac Jones. You know, a lot of people thought I was crazy uh, when I was talking about Cam Newton and how, uh, you know, I, I didn't think it was a great fit for him and he could get beat out by Mac. And now he's in position to take over as being the guy um, from what we're speculating from New England. Uh, he's done a great job in practice. I heard he went 35-40 uh, uh, against the Giants. And, you know, this dude is just kind of building that rapport. And the thing about being in the locker room is real recognize real. Uh, when you're out there and you're balling, the guys are going to rally behind you because at the end of the day, uh, job stability comes with wins. You know, if you're winning, everybody's happy. When you're losing, you know, you're throwing people under the bus. So if uh, Mac Jones is going to be the guy that uh, helps New England get back to, to being competitive, then, hey, he, he beat out arguably one of the – most talented quarterbacks to, to ever play this game. But right now, I just think he's kind of over his head. From the viewers on YouTube from CDX Times, is imagine being a Bills fan and possibly losing your team when they finally get good. There's that. From Ryan in New York, Kyle Pitts is going to be a game changer for the Falcons offense. 
from the general in Calgary. I feel like too many people forget Josh Allen was almost in the Super Bowl last year. He's a dark horse for yards. As I just said, number three in the odds. Let's talk about your former team, the Bills, Tory. They're just going to get better, aren't they? Yes. Uh, I think the only problem with Buffalo is they don't have two edge rushers. Uh, when you look at teams that are extremely talented, who can actually make a run for the Super Bowl, you got to be able to get to the quarterback. And that's something that Buffalo doesn't have. They have a secondary, they have linebackers, but you need, you need those ends. You know, if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they still have Frank Clark out there and they have another guy that plays the end. Um, if you look at uh, if you look at the Cleveland Browns, a dark horse team, you know, you have Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney coming off the edge. Um, if you look at the Green Bay Packers, you know, you still have Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. And ultimately, you got to have someone that can put pressure on a quarterback. And that's what Tampa Bay has. Um, and that's what makes them exceptionally, you know, as great as they are. So with Buffalo, if they can find a way to, you know, get somebody to get off the edge and, and, and get those quarterbacks out of the pocket or get them on the ground, now that gives the the, the opportunity for uh, Josh Allen to, you know, go out there and really lead those guys to the promised land. But it, it's not done just on offense. you got to have defense. From the viewers, Ryan's watching on YouTube. He says, Rod, what's Tory's take on all of the upstart football leagues? Does he see any of these ever taking off in the United States? The USFL is supposed to kick off next spring XFL now 2022 at best, maybe 2023. I mean, you're in the world. You're in the recruiting business for players with uh, colleges. You want to find them places to play, right? So what do you – will these leagues get off the ground and stay? I, I hope so. I'm, I'm pulling for them because the NFL is the only league that doesn't have a farm system, unless if you call you know NCAA football. But, um, you know, once you're done playing college ball, if you're not – you know, the 53rd guy on a roster, you, you're working at Home Depot or you're working at the grocery store. So um, having a league like a, a spring league would be great uh, just for development where guys can have the opportunity to stay here. Uh, once upon a time, they had NFL Europe where they were sending guys to Barcelona and and, and Germany and all these different places to, um, to be claimed and played. But now with, you know, with us having it in the United States, I'm hoping that um, they can keep it home and allow guys to work and, and go after their dream without them having to make that decision on, uh, you know, should I hang up the cleats or should I just keep grinding and being broke? So, um, you know, I'm definitely pulling for those leagues to make it happen. Uh, from uh, Jason watching in Hamilton, the CFL hobo, he says, who dat? And I'll tack on, who dat? Say they're going to beat them Saints. This is the first year without Drew Brees. In a very, very long time in New Orleans, Tori. Uh, I can't think that they're going to expect to not miss a beat. Like famous Jameis was pretty good the other night. But what do we expect out of New Orleans in the post-Drew Brees era? I think they're in for a rude awakening. Um, Sean Payton is a coach that he's very prideful. And he loves to run up to score on people. And they, they've been able to do that for a long time. So now with... Uh, Without having your signal caller there, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for teams to get their get back. Um, I think it's going to be personal. Um, I think they're going to, once they open up with the Packers at home, I think that's going to, I think it's going to be a blowout. You know, if I was a betting man, I would definitely lean towards the Green Bay Packers. But I just think that they're going to struggle because Drew Brees is, 
he's a Hall of Famer, and you just can't replace a Hall of Fame quarterback with uh, Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. Those are big shoes to fill, and um, we'll see how it goes. But I, I think the Saints are going to struggle until uh, they figure out how to revamp this roster. Same thing with Michael Thomas. You know, the best receiver they have on the team, uh, he decided to get surgery uh, during training camp instead of getting training. I mean, instead of getting surgery as soon as the season was over with. So um, you're, you're missing two of your best players on the roster and you're left with just Alvin Kamara. And I think that's a tall task for him to go out and try to uh, single-handedly, you know, beat teams. I, mean, I think it's just going to wear him down. Uh, here we go, folks. I'm going to say get your questions in now. It's like a slot machine going off, Tori. And Tori Gurley is with us, not just NFL, CFL alum, alum, but you've seen him on NFL Network, ESPN, Fox, SEC Network. Uh, from Don Muir in Winnipeg, can you ask Tori which quarterback he thinks will finish the season in San Fran? Also, let him know he's a great interview and guest. Looks like they're starting with Jimmy G. I think I'm right mm-hmm. on that. Who do you think finishes the year in San Fran? I think Trey Lance finishes in San Fran. Uh, I think, Rod, you and I both feel the same way about that, just watching this guy perform over the past few preseason games. You can tell he's raw, and it's going to help to sit back and watch Jimmy play, regardless if it's for better or for worse. But I'm thinking midway throughout the year, that's when you put him out there. And, you know, it gives them a dynamic that, you have to prepare for now someone that can, you know, throw the ball as well as run. And now with the brilliance of Kyle Shanahan, that guy can, he, I think he's probably the best offensive play caller in the NFL. I mean, the guy can call plays now, hmm. you know, what he did in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, uh, getting cute and getting away from the run cost him a Super Bowl, you know, cost him a ring, but the guy can just scheme up uh, touchdown and explosive plays and having a quarterback, of Trey Lance, I think it's just going to open that offense up for San Francisco 49ers. Colin in Ottawa says, what about all the hype around Jets' new quarterback, Zach Wilson? Should I get my hopes up, or is this just preseason hype that will amount to more misery for us Jets fans? He's been great, Tori, and I don't care. He's got all the tools, and he's been better than I thought he would be coming out of BYU. Sorry to the BYU fans, but it is a little bit of a cupcake schedule out there. But he's been fantastic skills-wise. What do you what do you see ahead for the Jets and Zach Wilson? They got to give him some protection. Uh, he has a rookie coach. Uh, the front office is not that great. You know, they, they trade their best players, and um, he really, you know, he has a couple weapons, but they need a lot, you know. So in that division, playing with the Buffalo, uh, having Josh Allen, playing in Miami, you have Tua Tagovailoa, and then um, you know that's tough. That the AFC East. So um, I'm, I think he's going to be in for a long one. Hopefully, they can get it together because the Jets have uh, went through so many quarterbacks over the years, and you would hate to see a guy as talented. Uh, go out there and just, you know, become another casualty. Uh, I'm trying to get as many questions in as I can from the general in Calgary. He says, as a New York Giants fan, I think Daniel Jones isn't good. Am I too hard on him? I don't think he's that good either, but I think the Giants aren't very good. And you want to talk about old lines? (sighs) I think a long year for the Giants, which as a Cowboys fan, I'm okay with. But what's your read on Daniel Jones? Yeah, he's in a contract year, and I think they're going to sit back and just wait. Um, they're 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 terrible. <laughs> you know I, that whole division. Uh, you have the Giants, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and 
and uh, the Washington, Washington football yeah. team. Yeah, so I, it's it's hard to watch those guys play on Sunday because they're not working with a lot. But somebody has to win a division, and you can be under 500 and host a home playoff game only in that division. <laughs> yes, but if you're not in it to win a Super Bowl, I don't care, and I'm not sure that the Dallas Cowboys are. But whatever, we'll follow it week by week by week. And uh, week one at Tampa for the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Jack in Calgary, uh, Vulcan, Alberta says, what's Tory's thoughts on Reggie Bagleton possibly being a starting receiver for the Packers in 2021? You following that, the former Stampeder great? Absolutely. I pull for all those guys. So I'm hoping that he has the opportunity. um, Excuse me, as of now, uh, Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb are there. But if if he can get in the mix... Man, I am pulling for him because that's a special place to play football. That's one of the best quarterbacks, arguably, to play the game. And if you can get out there and crack that lineup, he's going to have supporters all over the place. Any last thoughts before we let you go, Tori, on the National Football League? Uh, nothing on the National Football League. I just can't wait to get up there and, and hang out with you guys. So I'm, I'm hoping this uh, – you know, this COVID thing, I hope it comes to an end eventually so we can literally, as I say, every time I'm on air, we got to tailgate. You know, we got to get back out there and, you know, you, the Kim, and once TJ gets here, we can sit out there and have some cold ones and eat some food and, and enjoy enjoy each other's company. Uh, so that's the thing, TJ. That's the thing. He's got a name. Tory Jr. is going to go by TJ. Yes, sir. TJ. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. Do you have a date? You're not coming out here till after he's born, I assume. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I'm, you know, we were praying for a healthy delivery when that date he's due November 10th. So we're hoping that goes as planned. And uh, once we get it figured out, you know, can't wait to get up there so we all can hang out and celebrate. We can't wait to see you, Tori. Thanks for this. As always, stay safe. My best to Kim and TJ. And uh, we'll do it again soon. All right, thanks for having me. Tory Gurley, our NFL insider, joining us from Toronto. And uh, his appearance is presented by Wheaton Kia. You can find them at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst in North Regina, Wheaton Kia. We'll be right back with a sports update and viewer takeover. And over time, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of The Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, It's just me. I think uh, producer Clark just yelled from the back. Here we go, boys. It's just boy. Moose took off like a shot. I don't know what his deal is, but um, we can handle it. See, there's this empty chair with his headphones dangling off the arm. From the general in Calgary, he says, excellent guests today. I agree, but I think they're excellent every day. Let's go to a sports update. And while we do that, Let's load up the text line. If you're watching on Game Plus television, please send me a note right now. It's just not if you're driving, but text me, 306-840-8777. 
SAS, uh, Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer. And uh, just ahead of that, you see Wheaton Kia, which brings you all of the Tory Gurley weekly appearances on the National Football League. Anyways, breaking news out of the NHL today. The Carolina Hurricanes have agreed to terms with forward Andrei Sveshnikov on an eight-year contract, which is set to keep the number two overall pick from 2018 with the franchise through the 28-29 NHL season. The team said this morning the deal will pay the 21-year-old Sveshnikov an average annual value of 7.75 million dollars per season. The team has scheduled an online news conference for Sveshnikov with team president and general manager Don Waddell for this afternoon. The six-foot-two, 195-pound Sveshnikov has been a fixture and physical presence on Carolina's top line alongside Sebastian Aho and Teovu Teravainen. So that's news out of the NHL today. Blue Jays ace Hunjin Roo. Starts against uh, or starts the series finale this afternoon at Rogers Center against the Chicago White Sox. Rue pitched seven shutout innings to beat Detroit in his previous start, but has a 4.88 ERA in five August outings. Hey, Sean. <laughs> Sean McCormick in Toronto says, I'm watching on Game Plus. Hell of a network. Have a great day, RP squad. Thank you, Sean, for chiming in. I appreciate that. What a wonderful television network. Uh, 107 first pitch, by the way, at Rogers Center. Mountain. 307 Eastern. Blue Jays and White Sox will close it out. Here's a chance for the Blue Jays to win a series off the AL Central leaders. Uh, Following an off day, Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees go for their 12th straight victory tonight when they open a series in Oakland, New York's won 11 in a row for the first time since 1985. The A's have lost four in a row. Puck drops today for the biggest rivalry in hockey as Canada faces the United States at the World Women's Hockey Championship. Both nations are 3-0, and and the winner will take top spot in Group A heading into the quarterfinals. The Americans are the defending champions at the event. Uh, Canadians Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes will tee off today at the BMW Championship. Phil Mickelson missed the cut last week at the Northern Trust and narrowly held on to the 70th spot among players to advance to this week's FedEx Cup Tournament. This is the first PGA Tour event in the Baltimore area since the former Eastern Open Invitational in 1962. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, almond coconut, almond coconut which I had one already today. RB Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. So with that out of the way, what do we have? Oh, Joe Lazito. Where were you yesterday, Joe, when we were asking for you? Joe says, Roddy, since you brought up Flynn Flon, I have to bring up the pride of Flynn Flon, Kenny Baumgartner. Some may say Bobby Clark, but I'll go with the bomber. Joe, we were looking for you yesterday when we were looking for current actors to fill out the cast for the remake of the movie Slapshot. I feel like we covered a lot of ground there. Chris Dingman, the two-time Stanley Cup champion, chiming in and saying he'd like to play himself in the uh, remake of Slapshot. I think it's time. (laughs) And actually, where is it? Hey! 
Hall of Famer Jim Hobson texted me. Canadian Football Hall of Famer says, watching on Game Plus TV. Hey, Hoppy. El Presidente. Thanks for watching. Uh, but I, had a, I told you earlier, last hour, that I said, Jim's kind of muddling up what I'd said earlier. I said, our demographic seems to be older hockey guys watching throughout Western Canada. Jim's an older football guy muddling that. But anyways, former coach writes in and says, Biznasty needs to be in the Slapshot remix or remake. What do you think of that, Clark? Uh, He says, how about that? He says there are hockey stories that need to be told. Well, that's the thing. Are we doing the exact same Slapshot, same storyline or entirely new storyline with the same characters? I'm not sure. Lee Bishop's watching in Greenfield, Indiana. And he said, great show, Rod. I also learned something every day. We learned today that Flin Flon Manitoba stands for, for Flintibetty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. novel. I think Joe Lazito in New York... You need to go to Flin Flon and ask them what they're famous for, and they would tell you Bobby Clark, not the beautiful and loquacious Ken Baumgartner, who, if you go to Prince Albert, to this day, they'll talk about Ken Baumgartner roaming the halls at Carleton Comprehensive High School in Prince Albert wearing a full-length black leather overcoat to class with his long, flowing, blonde mullet. They love him. Craig Monroe writes in, says, uh, Premier Scott Moe said nine COVID cases out of 80,000 plus at Ryder Games. Great job by everyone in attendance and staff. I like those odds. I just don't feel like having a COVID discussion right now. I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. So we'll take a timeout. And come back with uh, overtime. More viewer takeover. And we'll see what else comes up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Just continuing the conversation here. I'm looking at that Wheaton Kia hat on the Huskies helmet. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out again that Wheaton Kia proudly presents the Tory Gurley NFL appearances weekly here on the Rod Peterson Show. Anonymous texter writing... Moose on the 430 from the 430. Okay. Here on the Prairie Mobile text line. And he says, Hey, Rod, I'm watching on Game Plus TV and also on YouTube. I love you. Yes. Get those numbers up there. Thank you, 430. I appreciate you doing that. Tell all your friends. Jim Wagner writes on the Prairie Mobile text line. And he says, Another two hours gone by way too fast. Thanks for another great show, RP crew. Supper at the Four Seasons tonight. Thanks. 
This was the gentleman who was looking for the best boneless Greek ribs in town because he was taking his wife out for their anniversary. I'm telling you, the Four Seasons, for all the right reasons. Unfortunately, not a whole lot on uh, the tube tonight. But I will tell you that the Four Seasons Sports Palace brings you overtime daily. The Four Seasons is your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And the reason I say there's not much on the tube tonight, you can't watch Edmonton, Toronto in the CFL. That was, that's a real bummer. And then the Blue Jays games this afternoon, 107 Mountain first pitch against the White Sox as they look to clinch that series against the AL Central leaders. Here's another one, LPGA, Darren, the mm-hmm. CP Women's Open, canceled for this weekend. And it actually does dovetail into this, because I just called up the Canadian press to see what's, what's popping today. What's the latest since we've been on the air with Canada's daytime sports talk show? And we go to the NFL again. Frustrated as Sean McDermott has grown over the number of unvaccinated players on Buffalo's roster, the Bills coach acknowledged there's little more he can do to influence them to get the shot. McDermott told reporters after today's practice, quote, it's tough, it's frustrating, it's challenging, however you want to say it, but I can't make the decision for them. His comments came in the wake of receiver Isaiah McKenzie revealing he faces NFL discipline for violating the league's COVID-19 protocols for unvaccinated players by failing to wear a mask inside the team's facility. Didn't you say Garrett Davis, the Ticats D lineman, he's not playing this week for breaking COVID protocols. And what really ticks me off about that, shot or not, I do know guys in the CFL that are following the protocols by the letter. I know it. There are some guys that are anti-vax and whatever. That's their deal. But at the very least, they're following the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mentioned I saw players from both Saskatchewan and Ottawa in downtown Regina on the weekend, one being Cody Fajardo, who came up and fist-pumped me. And when he walked away, I thought that the only way he could be doing that is that he has to be vaccinated. I didn't want to ask him because you might as well ask somebody if they're circumcised rather than ask if they're vaccinated. Right. So if you can't ask that. But at least the guys that aren't vaccinated, or some of them, are are they're not leaving their rooms. They're not going, leaving their hotel room, right? They're at least following those rules. It happened with Cole Beasley, too. He's been very vocal about being an anti-vax and not getting his vaccine. And he just got fined. I think the fine is a little bit over $14,000 for not wearing your mask properly. But let's remember, this isn't new. How many coaches got fined last season for having their masks pulled down on the sidelines or on TV and not wearing it properly? A lot. So this isn't new. And so the second time that you get um, caught not following the protocols, it comes with a suspension. Bigger fines. You could miss up to four games for not following the COVID protocols. So get vaxxed. Don't get vaxxed. We all got to follow the rules that are set out. Be Uh, respectful of it. Mandy in Edmonton. She says, Rod, thank you for ringing the bell for me when I had Malcolm. He's six weeks today. We appreciate it, and I think about it often. Thank you, Mandy, and happy birthday to Malcolm. How about that? How about that? Bob's your uncle. From the CFL hobo watching in Hamilton, Jason Mullis. Amazing show, Rod. Great job. All we be watching more. Amazing. This is the first day he just found us. And the only reason he found us today was that it came up two years ago in his Facebook memories. We met at Touchdown Atlantic 
in Moncton, New Brunswick, two years ago today. And that was just an unbelievable time. I'd been to the Maritimes before, but never for Touchdown Atlantic. And it was just magical. And I will remember this. I could tell stories about this forever. Because Leo Ezrins, you know Leo. Mm -hmm. Uncle Leo from the CFL Alumni Association squired me about town all weekend. And on the Saturday night, the Alouettes came into Moncton early. They had a huge lobster fest and they partied with the fans. There was no COVID then. It was a different time, kids. The Argos didn't fly in until the morning of the game. Corey Chamberlain was their head coach, and I love me some Chame, but I couldn't believe the difference in the vibe between the two teams. Corey, Kahari Jones is out there in warm-up with earbuds in. He's going through drills with his players. Have you ever seen a head coach do that? Kahari was. He's special. He, yeah, just bopping. He had headphones in. He probably would allow players to do it if they wanted to. And then they won the game on the last play of the game. And I hung out that day with Randy Ambrosi. I, hung, I met Donovan Bailey. It was all great. We got to get back. Well, not only get out there for Touchdown Atlantic, we got to get a team out there. I just... The ultimate poll question of all time is, will we ever have a 10th team in Atlantic Canada? I know. And I've got to say no. I'm not joking. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. You know, maybe that's... Did, I, did we do this? I feel like we've done this already, but that is the ultimate poll question. We've done it many what, times. No, what happens first? A CFL team in Atlanta, Canada, or a CFL team in the USA? Oh, that's a good question. Because I really don't know which way I would lean. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC. That was another great show, guys. Too bad we can't watch the Elks-Argos game tonight because of cancellation. I'd like to say it's because they didn't get their shots, but who knows. We'll talk about this tomorrow with Mike Morielli and Chris Getzlaff in studio. See you at noon Eastern. I had this day! <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.